What's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I am here to chop it up with you and to say hi. Now, earlier today, uh, we had a conversation about the stock market. You guys know I'm always interested in what's going on financially. Some of you lost money today, and I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, it looks like this stuff going on in the Ukraine is kind of a big deal. Um, I believe it's a buying opportunity. So uh, if you want my two cents on the financial side, that's that. Now, one thing that's more important than money, though, is quality of life. And quality of life uh, is connected to things like mental health and things like that. And uh, I want to ask you all a question in the chat. Uh, give me a yes in the chat if you know the names of uh, either Chesley Christ or uh, Zoe Sozo Bethel. Uh, Chesley Christ, uh, who was the 2019 Miss USA, uh, or Zoe Sozo Bethel another beautiful black woman who I believe she was Miss Alabama. And uh, th these are some uh, gorgeous black women, super smart, on top of their game, uh, kicking butt and taking names. And why am I talking about both of them today? Well, because both of them just happened to lose their lives uh, in recent in recent weeks. Uh, today, it was revealed that Zoe's uh, cause of death was not, uh, according to, according to the media, according to the media, I'm not saying this is, you know, that there's not a conspiracy. Conspiracies do happen. I don't see evidence of a conspiracy, but um, but basically it appears that both of them uh, took their lives, uh, both by jumping off of uh, buildings uh, of different, you know, heights. And, uh, and so I'm not going to really dive into the specifics of, you know, how they died, what else could have happened uh, and things like that. And uh, and Sharice is saying that it wasn't uh, Sharice, who's actually a friend of mine. I'm gonna put her quote on the screen. She's saying that it was not a, that that she didn't take her own life. So I'd be curious to know more about that. So maybe Sharice, maybe you and I can hit each other up. You got my phone number, Sharice. So just text me and let me know what's going on. But here's the thing: I didn't talk about what happened with these two young ladies to just to sort of speculate on what happened. Right? Um, they may not have. It may not have been you know, them taking their own lives. Uh, I, I, it, it is what it is, right? I'm not here to really talk about that, to be honest with you. Um, we know that whether these two did it or not, we all, at the same time, no matter what happened here, we know that there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, millions actually, of young people who are experiencing depression uh, and mental health issues, particularly during the pandemic. You know, my wife is a mental health specialist and her office is like full to the rafters. Like this is one thing that they haven't talked about in the pandemic is there are a lot of people who are struggling with mental health as a result of what's been going on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of, if you will allow me to, go into a little bit of Uncle Boyce mode to kind of give a perspective on it. And hopefully it'll help somebody. Maybe it'll help us see things in a different way. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But e either way... Um, However, they they died. Uh, the loss of these two young women was sad because they they were on top of their game. I mean, both of them had uh, great uh, jobs on television. Uh, Chesley was uh, Miss USA 2019. Zoe was Miss Alabama. Uh, you know, they were just these beautiful women doing these amazing things. I think Zoe was more on the conservative side. Uh, I think that's why Sharice uh, knows uh, Zoe's family. <clears throat> and then uh, Chesley. Um, uh, I think she did some stuff with extra TV and stuff like that. Just beautiful, intelligent women. I think one of them went to law school. I believe it was Chesley. But here's where here's where I want to go with this. And, and, and I hope I can share this 
Um, when you talk about things like somebody taking their own life, I think just for general informational purposes, I think it's really important for you to know a ways to check on the people that you care about, uh, to help them understand that taking your own life is a really, really bad solution to most problems that you have. But, and to be honest with you, there are some times where it can almost make sense, right? You know, you're 70 years old, you got terminal cancer, you got nine months to live, you don't want big medical bills. You say, ah, let me just go ahead and just finish this off. Let me go ahead and hit the, let me go out on my terms, right? I get that, right? But when you're talking about being young and kind of having your whole life ahead of you and having all, you know, all these things going for you, it's hard to understand that. It's hard to understand it. But depression is not easy to understand, right? If you're inside the mind of a depressed person, they're going to see things different from you and that has to be respected. But at the same time, we can't just kind of give up on it. You know, uh, I, I, I'm around mental health specialists all the time. I, I, I know for a fact that depression is very serious. It's, it's something with their serotonin levels and the chemicals in your brain just aren't giving you what you want. But don't you dare believe for one second that you have no ability to impact how sad or how depressed you feel. Stop believing that it's just out of your control and it's just there. And if it's there, it's like the rain. You can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain, but you can't get an umbrella, right? You, you can't stop the rain, but you can't go inside the house and keep yourself dry. So, so uh, while you can't stop the rain from coming out of the sky, you can make a choice in some cases as to whether or not you want to get wet. So here are some things I want you to kind of know. Um, first off, this pandemic has caused major mental health problems all throughout this country. Uh, does anybody have like a teenager or a young person in their family who is uh, who suffered mental health issues as a result of the pandemic? Like little sad, depressed kids that were literally missing out on their life because people felt were telling them that if you go outside, you're going to die. Right. I, I did, That just made me so angry. That made me so angry. You know, stop that. You know, all this hypochondriac, over scared people like, oh my God, don't go. You, you go out without, without, without your mask, without your shot. You, you, you might be dead. So next thing you know, you have 10 year olds who are mortified. Like they're scared. To, they're wearing their mask outside when nobody's around. That you're, you're causing a mental health problem. These poor kids, they're scared to death. You're going to kindergarten and you can't even, your social intelligence is in the garbage. Because you can't even see people's facial expressions when they're talking to you. Do you understand that most communication is nonverbal? And you're going to school and everybody's got a mask on and everything like that. And, and you can't tell if people are happy or sad and just everybody's like this. You know how many crazy children we've created during this pandemic? Let, let's just keep it 100 with that. I'm not here to debate with you whether or not the virus was a real thing. We know that it was, but my Lord. Must you go to the extreme in terms of how you react? The mental health crisis has been so devastating that I would rather have my kids get exposed to whatever the world has out there than to have them sitting at home thinking about hanging themselves from a rope because they missed out on their whole entire youth. Think about how many great things happened in your life between the ages of, say, 15 and 19 or 22 and 24. And imagine having all that just gone just erased. This is depressing a lot of these kids, you know, and I'm going to just tell you, anybody who's listening, who's young, don't let these crazy old people scare the shit out of you. Like, seriously, do your research. Don't be stupid. You know, I'm, I'm never one to tell you to go. I'm never going to steer you wrong. I'm not going to tell you to go out and do something that's going to hurt you. 
I've always talked about avoiding drugs and alcohol and all that stuff and bad choices. We talk about that all the time. That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a father. I, I have these conversations with young people. Any child I see that is listening to me, you're my child for the 10 minutes I'm talking to you. For those 10 minutes, I'm your dad. And as your dad, I'm here to tell you, don't go out here and be a dumbass and do dumb things and don't imitate these rappers and these stupid people on reality shows or these people out here having messed up relationships and babies, mamas and STDs and shoot them up, going to jail, getting into dumb situations. I'm, I'm, here, I'm against all of that. But I am one to say, that if you don't get out and live your life, you're going to regret it. You're going to grow old, sad that you let the world scare you into crawling up into a little ball waiting for something bad to happen. You're not supposed to do that when you're 28 years old, 29 years old. Now, specifically, when I bring up the, you know, what happened with these young ladies, again, I don't know if, I mean, maybe there's a conspiracy behind it. Maybe somebody killed them because they wanted money or wanted to shut down their platform. That All that's possible. All this, But I don't know. If you show me evidence, then I, I'll, I'll look at it. But I'm going to assume that it, it could have happened, right? And so what, what I do see is I see a template. Remember, you know me. I don't really get into the weeds of a specific situation. Uh, even with police shootings, I don't really want to know whether or not Tyrone was had a you know was aiming his knife at the cop when he shot him or not. I don't really care about that type of stuff to be honest with you because I'm looking at the big picture. I see big picture stuff. I'm a big picture guy. I'm looking at mass incarceration. The fact that you have uh, you know while you're sitting here focused on whether or not Lil Pookie you know should have got shot by the cop that day, there's still three or four hundred thousand of your fathers, husbands, and brothers and dads locked away. You know, because Joe Biden sent them away and you ain't paying attention to none of that because you worried about whether or not Lil Pookie and his family gets justice. Or you worried about whether or not Breonna Taylor's family gets $13 million. Well, they got paid. But all those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of black people that you ignored are still locked away. They're still in jail because you were focused on the tiny situation as opposed to the big picture. The big picture is where the story's at. Then they get you focused on the tiny thing so you don't see the big thing. It's like it's like they say, hey, look, look here. Look at that little mouse right here. And you're like, look, are you, look at that little, there's a little, a little mosquito. And you're like, where's the mosquito? Oh, does it have six legs or four legs? And the whole time they got the whole elephant in the room going right behind you. A herd of elephants walk, walking right behind you because you're sitting there looking at the damn mosquito. Stop that. Let's stop that. Seriously, that's not what an intelligent person is supposed to do. You need to understand the big picture. So when I look at, when I think about Chesley Christ and I think about Zoe Sozo Bethel, RIP to both of them, what I saw was two beautiful, amazing, brilliant, young black women who died too soon. That's what I know. That's where I'm sticking it. If you've got details about whether or not they did it, I, I, I honestly, or whether or not you know it happened the way that they said, do I believe the media lies? Yeah, they lie all the time. But are they lying in this particular case? I have no idea. But here's here's the bigger picture. The pandemic has caused severe mental health issues for a lot of young people. Social media is fucking up your brains. I said it. I let it out. I, I Social media is one of the leading causes do you hear me give me a yes in the chat if you hear what i'm saying it is one of the leading causes of depression in young people that there is social media is like literally we're giving our kids a crack pipe when they're 11 years old like literally social media is hard for me to manage as a 50 year old I can't imagine being 12 trying to 
deal with all of it. I mean, you got cyberbullying. You have uh, the whole like comparing yourself to all these other people who are always pretending to have this perfect, wonderful life that you ain't never had. You got young people that don't even want to work no more <laughs> because they think everybody is like on the beach driving a Lamborghini night, like them walked away from their nine to five because nine to fives are slavery and hard work is for suckers. Like literally it's, it's terrible, man. And so, so what I'm not, what I'm saying is, Social media is powerful, right? Like you can use it for a lot of good stuff. You can use it for business. You can, it's a good way to stay in touch with people. Like you ever have those relatives that you don't even want to talk to that much, but you kind of want to know what's going on, but you don't really want to pick up the phone and actually call them because they get on your damn nerves. But you kind of want to know like if little cousin, little cousin rerun had the baby or not, right? So they have the baby, you hit the like button, you say, oh, so cute, OMG. And then you bounce out. Right. So, so, you know, so, so two things have been accomplished. One, you found out that they had the baby Two, you let them know that you gave a damn. Oh, and then three, you saved a lot of time. That's the third thing that you, that you were able to accomplish. So social media is cool. You know, as, a, as, as, as at my age it's cool because I get a chance to see what's going on with all these people I knew from way back in elementary school. A lot of them, I don't even want to talk to them, but I do kind of like peeking in and saying, Oh, wow, you don't got old. Or, oh, look at my, <clears throat> look at how many kids you had. Oh, you got it. Oh, I bet she got a divorce, right? Whatever. Right. It's fun. It's fun stuff, right? Nothing wrong with social media. Social media is an absolute blast, but here are the facts and here's the reality. Even the creators of social media, the architects of social media, manage and minimize the amount of time that they allow their own children to be on social media. Do you hear what I'm saying? They see the power of social media and how it is designed to be incredibly addictive. All those bells, all those like beeps and dings and buzzes, it messes up your attention span. You can't focus for shit. You know, <clears throat> and you're always distracted. You don't get nothing done because every time you start typing up that, that writing, starting on that book that you're supposed to write, you're getting a buzz and a beep and a ding. And it's much more fun to, to scroll through your Facebook feed because you're getting little injections of dopamine into your brain. It's like little, again, a baby crack pipe. They're literally like, you know, dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. You're like, ooh, 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 ooh. And you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And, and so what it's doing is it's activating the part of your brain they call your monkey brain, your instant gratification piece. That's why. When you sit down and you're trying to focus on your life goals, you're getting consistently distracted on a daily basis because it's much more fun to go see what's going on on Instagram, right? So here are a couple of thoughts I'm going to share, and I share this humbly for anybody that's listening because I, I really thought about this topic on this podcast based on what I would have liked somebody to have said to me when I was 27, 28 going through it. When I was 28 years old, that was the worst year of my life. I was about the same age. I was right between the age of Chesley and Zoe. And literally, Chesley was, uh, I think when Chesley died, she was 27. When Zoe died, she was uh, about 30. So uh, my age was literally right in the middle. I was 28. And life was like crap. It literally, every area of my life that mattered had hit like a rock bottom. I was broke as hell. My woman done dumped me to be with some other guy. My PhD program is not going well. It was a really bad time. And what I really want to just say is, number one, 
it all almost always gets better as long as you're trying to do better. You don't have to be better, but if you're consistently trying to do better and trying to improve your life, you eventually figure it out. You figure a lot of things out. You know, like life is kind of like God's training camp. You get put through some shit. And if, as long as you're, as long as you make sure it doesn't break you and you just consistently have kind of a, uh, an attitude of saying, okay, well, let me just figure this out, or it's going to be okay, or you find a healthy way to cope with it, you'll be fine. Now, what you don't want to do is cope with it with a whole lot of liquor, because then you'll just be an alcoholic. Well, that Then you created a whole other problem for yourself. Your kidneys all fucked up. Your, you know, your body's all messed up. You, you know, you, you got all, you're making all these bad decisions because you're drunk all the damn time. You know, and, and drugs, right? Drugs, drugs are connected to depression and mental health issues. Think about it. I mean, it makes logical sense. Well, what does a drug do? If I take a hit of cocaine every time I want to feel better, well, then that's what that's doing is that's taking what God naturally gave gave me the ability to do. God naturally gave me the ability to find the things that are going to make me happy. But instead, I want to shortcut the process. So I just say, let me just take this drug and I'll feel better right after I take the drug. Well, what you've done is you've artificially manipulated your brain chemicals and your brain chemistry to the point where you don't have the ability to do it naturally anymore. You need the drug in order for you to feel better. And there's a lot of drugs out here that a lot of us take in order to, you know, kind of make it through the day, right? You know, okay, yeah, we got the liquor, we got the weed, we got the pills, we got the, the you know other kinds of drugs. But then you got the social media, that is a drug. Uh, most experts will tell you that, that social media addiction is a very real thing. Um, uh, what else you got here? You got sex. Sex is a drug. That's why you're sleeping with raggedy ass people that ain't got no business being in your life because it makes you feel better. Sex feels good. You should try it. Um, uh, what else? Uh, food. Oh, food is a drug. That's why they you know, have all these fast food restaurants that are dumping all kinds of crappy chemicals into your food that that give you that dopamine high, which make you keep coming back for more cheeseburgers or whatever. Right. And I'm not really here to condemn any of those choices. What I'm here to convince you to do is to have awareness. That's it. Awareness. Awareness means that you stop and you just sort of think about it and you think, okay, how am I feeling and what am I using to make myself feel better? And, and where do I draw the line? Right? So if I drink, drinking is not bad in itself. The question is, do you have, do you draw the line when it comes to your drinking or do you just keep drinking until you feel better and then keep drinking after that or sex, you know, okay, sex is nice. Everybody likes it, but is there a place where I draw the line? Or am I a person who's going to just, whenever I feel have a bad day, I'm going to swipe left on Tinder and be knee deep in some random vagina by eight o'clock that night? Well, again, sometimes these coping mechanisms can simply create more problems to the point where you can't get to a point where you feel like there's no way out, right? Gambling addictions. That's a, that's another very big one. They, they, they've now opened the door on things like DraftKings, where now they they're introducing 18 year olds to uh, compulsive gambling, which is one of the worst addictions a human being can ever have. It is a hard one to get out of because the other thing too is that once you get in that economic hole of gambling, it's very hard to get out. You go so deep down where you owe so much money that you can't repay that for 20 years. It's very depressing. Uh, there was a kid who got on the Robinhood app uh, who was doing options and he was gambling with stock options and he ended up hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. So he just said he just went and killed himself. And, and, and so so where I would step in as an, as Uncle Boyce is one, I would say awareness maybe means that you can think through your choices so you don't put yourself in these traps. You know, like rappers rap about being in the trap. 
but we can put ourselves in traps. We all do it, right? Maybe the trap is a bad relationship. Maybe the trap is a bad financial situation. Maybe the trap is a drug addiction. Maybe the trap is gambling. You know, ended up in Gamblers Anonymous or something, right? So, you, so awareness means you can avoid the traps, but also once you're in the traps, I think that what makes me sad when I hear about young people that take their lives, like, again, the media is saying Zoe and Chesley took their lives. I'm going to go with that. But if they didn't, then that's fine. Again, I told you I'm not here to talk about that. But I really think that what happens in situations like that is that there are people that get in the trap and they think that there is no way out. Or they get into a funk and they feel like there's no way to beat their depression. Part of the reason that, that the struggle happens in my humble point of view is that you're trying to do it by yourself. You're trying to do too much. You're 23 years old trying to solve all the world's problems by yourself. You got 50-year-olds all around you that you can get advice from. You got therapists out here, great therapists, that can help you understand that a lot of what you're seeing, part of it may just be self-created psychologically. Therapists, do you know, do you understand how amazing a good therapist can be? for just helping you reframe a situation. So you say, oh, hmm, it's not, when I look at it like this, it's not so bad. Just that ability to reframe it and to say, yeah, okay, I thought it was the end of the world, but now I realize this might be a good opportunity. That's pretty cool, right? So I would encourage you, um, and again, this is for anybody that goes through the funks or whatever, is to understand, number one, there's no regulation in terms of the amount of exposure that society creates uh, that gives you the opportunity to absolutely ruin your life. They, they open the floodgates on gambling addiction with by legalizing uh, uh, gambling from your phone. That's a lot of people are going to be ruined from that. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying a lot of people will be ruined from that. They've opened the floodgates on social media where all the, the dings and bells and buzzes are, are going to be all up in your ear. So this is the, the, the trapping of freedom. You have the freedom to have all that, but then you're going to have the responsibility of dealing with the consequences of having all that. So, um, you know, so so what I would say to you is awareness, in my view, means maybe get let me throw some suggestions out here. Um, number one, if you want to know, let's go into the life of boys. I'm not I don't want to be a narcissist here, but I'll use myself as an example to kind of help you understand maybe some coping mechanisms that might help you. One. When I'm working on the stuff that matters to me and my family and my future, I turn all that shit off. You ain't texting me while I'm working. You ain't Facebooking me while I'm working. I ain't checking. I don't read email hardly at all. I get a thousand emails a day. You ain't going to drive me crazy with no email. You ain't calling me. I don't get notifications on anything. So when you ping me, there's a million people who tag me on Instagram. I have no idea that they tag me because I don't give a shit. You're not going to disrupt my peace at all, right? Now, I got a little bit of an advantage. When you're a public figure and you literally, your, your view, videos are seen by a couple million people a month, you get a lot of people that know that, 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 that have something to say, right? So you get a good filter. You get good blinders in terms of knowing how to block a lot of things out, right? So, so that's my two cents. Block out anything that isn't going to elevate your energy or get you where you want to be. If it gets to be too much, close the curtain, shut the door, lock it, keep that shit out until you're ready to deal with it. That's that's the first piece of advice I would throw out there for that. And hoping hoping that will help somebody that's listening. Number two, drugs and alcohol. I have no idea why anybody would, would be dabbling heavy in dope and liquor 
especially a black man. Do you know, I know a guy who just got out of prison after 30 years because of something he did while he was drunk. So he, and, and, I, and, and the crazy thing is he's not the only guy I know who did 25, 30 years in prison because he got high and did something stupid. So logically speaking, when I saw that as a young guy, I said, I don't think I want anything in my brain that's going to alter my critical thinking skill. Because if I go to court and I say, your honor, I know I wouldn't have killed them, but I was drunk. They're not going to listen to me because I'm black and they want me in jail anyway. So I'm not telling anybody about what their liquor or drug habits should be. But I will just tell you that what staying away from liquor did was it gave me one less thing to worry about. Right, well, just one less thing. I like. Okay, I got a lot of. I got ninety nine problems, but liquor ain't one. Right. So, 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 so that's just a thought. Just, a, just, a, just a thought. Just a thought. Um, I think uh, awareness on anything that you might lean toward as a coping mechanism could be beneficial. And awareness. Awareness means, uh, it, like for example, if you. This is where being in touch with who you are, in touch with your emotions, is beneficial. A therapist can help you with this journaling can help you with this just meditation can help you with this being alone can help you with this just sitting there and just thinking about who you are your life what you want <clears throat> you know getting rid of distractions can help with this but uh, i find that awareness on things that that you use as coping mechanisms can be beneficial like sex sexual awareness very important um it, why why is it that i feel the need to put my penis in that woman just because she's pretty you know, let me just take a minute and just process this and make sure that this is exactly where my penis needs to be and, and if this is going to fit into my life strategy. Or why is this person in my bed? They don't belong here. <clears throat> you know, is there a better person I can put in my bed who actually uh, earns the right to be here? What is it about myself that allows me to even believe that this person should have the right to be in my life? Right? Uh, some of y'all have raggedy ass people in your life who shouldn't even be there. Right. The, 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 the energy they're bringing, uh, the, the, the level of vibration that they're bringing into your space is not consistent with where you want to vibrate in your life long term. Like you're trying to become a senator, but yet you're sleeping with a thug like that doesn't add up. That doesn't compute. So sometimes there may even be there may be a self-esteem issue. There may be a void that needs to be filled uh, from you know some relationship with the parent or whatever. Right. Like all these things, like understanding these things can really help you develop the self-awareness to help you really find your peace and your contentment, right? I, I don't just want you to be happy. <clears throat> I want you to be content, right? Happiness is a funny term because you, you're not always going to be happy every day. Hey, right? happiness can, you know, you can do something that makes you feel good. That can make you happy. But I think being content is better than being happy because content means you're just at peace. You know, you're at peace with the world. And, and I would encourage anybody in here, and this is just my two cents because I saw what happened with Zoe and Chesley and I just thought about this and, I, you know, and you see these young women, they're beautiful, they're smart, they got all this stuff going on. You're like, my God, like, why why would anybody, like, what's going on there? And, and I think that what happens is that sometimes you get so much noise from the world that it, it can throw you off of who you are, you know? And, uh, like, it might just be everything from uh, having a relationship with somebody that you care about a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a parent, or whomever, who is just saying so much crazy, ridiculous, negative crap, pulling you into fights and drama that that's just disrupting your spirit. 
or it might be getting on social media and being frustrated because you're trying to get your business off the ground and you put out the best post in the world and only three people hit the like button, you know? And, and so you start wondering, am I worthy? Am I good enough? And you see your friend, your friend got 3000 likes. And so you're feeling kind of mad about it, you know, um, yeah, it, it, or it might be something else, man. So I would encourage you to uh, get in touch with that. And then also I wouldn't distort that with things like drugs and alcohol because that only makes it worse. A lot of people that end up, you know, killing themselves, they do it while they're drunk or while they're high, because when those things alter your brain, it only makes you look at your problems and you see them worse than they were before. You know, you, you take the little tiny uh, mount, uh, molehill and it becomes a mountain. And then next thing you know, you know, you've done something that's out of character. Right. Or and, and then even even sexual choices end up being distorted by alcohol and drugs. That's why that's why men. That's why that guy's trying to get you to get drunk. You know, when, when you come to his house, because he knows you're going to make a different decision than you would if you were alert and sober. So that's my two cents. Um, uh, if you want to know my bottom line on this, I think everybody on Earth can benefit from therapy. I really believe that um, I would encourage you to let go of that stigma of believing that therapy is only there for you when something is broken or when something's wrong with you. Um, I would encourage you to realize that therapy is something that can help you get in touch with yourself and you almost never lose when you have greater self-awareness. A lot of us who are following the crowd or getting caught up in nonsense or constantly distracted or feel a disheveled spirit, it, a lot of it comes from a lack of self-awareness and you can't really get self-awareness if you're always around people buzzing bullshit in your ear, you know, or you're always consuming crazy toxic media or whatever. That consciousness will go a long way. So I would encourage everybody to, to think about that. And I really want to um, really encourage anybody that feels like, you know, there's no solution to your problem. There's a solution out there. You just haven't found it. And and I think, you know, taking your own life is definitely not a, a good solution 99.9% .9 of the time. Uh, so anyway, guys, that, that's it. That's all I have to say. Um, and again, Sharice, uh, I, I, uh, feel free to share any information about Zoe. And, uh, and if you want, want me to share it, I'll, I'll share it. Um, but overall, the goal was not to talk about how Zoe died or how Chesley died. Um, it's really to, to use that as a talking point to talk about you. Um, I want to know how, I, in fact, I don't want to know how anybody dies. I want to know how you live. How are you going to choose to live? Okay. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. My website is voicewalkins.com. If you'd like to support the platform, uh, we'd love to have you as a patron at Intelligent blackpeople.com that's the url if you'd like to support the platform so feel free to become a patron i'm out of here guys god bless you i'll talk to you soon thanks for listening peace